segment of the PHNX Daily Bet Show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook App, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave a five-star review. Joined, as always, by Johnny Venerable and a special guest, Steve Buchanan, MLB and NFL analyst for DraftKings. Steve, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, we're going to just kind of break down what's been going on in this MLB season. It's, it's good to have baseball back. Uh, a lot of fun stuff to bet on, especially on DraftKings. Um, one of my favorite bets, Johnny, I don't know about you, but yeah. is the no runs in the first inning. And that's you do love it. what I've been kind of living on. Steve, when it comes to props, what do you like the most uh, that DraftKings offers? The, the no runs first inning has become like a cult classic, yeah. right? Like you can't go on Twitter and not see the masses talking about no runs first inning. It's like, it's got a cult following. And uh, believe me, I love to be in that cult because I, I am down for that stuff too. But truly like, you know, when, when you look at the overall scoring in baseball, it's like, you know, you really can't decide like, oh, it's going to be scoring in this inning or this inning. But the first inning is such a fun one because it's such a quick sweat, right? Like, you know, by the time your popcorn is done, if you're cashing this bet or not. So I, I think that's a really fun one. And you can find some edges in that too, especially if there's teams that are resting a couple guys. If there's like, if they just played a night game and they're quickly going into one of those day games, you know, slow starts like the Braves are a perfect example. They scored, you know, I think it was like 14 runs against the Nationals and the next day against Josiah Gray they couldn't hit a lick, right? So, like, that's, like, one of those scenarios, like, okay, you can find an advantage there. But, yeah, no run first inning. People love that stuff. How hard is it for you, Steve, to, to be hands-on with team future bets, especially in this long season that we have? Baseball, 162 games. You look at the landscape of, let's say, the, the NL East, right? And the Atlanta Braves, they're the overwhelming favorite. They won the World yeah. Series. They're off to a slow start, three and four. You mentioned the Braves. And then you've got a team like the Mets, who a lot of people are high on based on a talent perspective, and, and they've started well. So do you like to play in that sandbox a lot in this early month? Do you like to let things play out? I love taking futures early because a lot of the times, sometimes you're going to get the best value on some of these teams, right? Especially if you think that they're going to overperform. Like one of the futures that I'm actually really excited about right now is that I have the Oakland A's under 79 and a half wins that ended up closing at 69 and wow. a half because we all knew that that fire sale was going to come at some point, right? The moment they traded Olsen, I was like, now is the time you need it's to over. get on this. Now yep. it's over. That was the biggest thing that was like, okay, they're really going to go through with this because they were talking about it before the lockout happened, the lockout ended. And it was just that you needed that one domino to fall. And it was Olsen. And then after that, it was Chapman. Then it was Manaya. Like it went quick. And I haven't, I can't remember a team that before first pitch even happened, that we saw a 10 game swing from where it opened to where it ended. So it's like, you, you, by the time the season started, it was at 69 and a half. There's no value in that anymore. Right. They're one of the top scoring teams in the league right now, which is atrocious, by the way. It's not going <laughs> to stay that way, but it doesn't make me feel good. But I, but now if I'm holding 69 and a half, I'm like, well, crap, I don't want them to win the first, you know, three out of five games or whatever. So I think it's important to get on those futures early. Granted, you can get some other value as the season goes on, but like that's where really I think the, the benchmark is set. And then you're just kind of playing at how the season goes after that. Definitely. Well, in terms of player awards, uh, there's been so much movement early. Yeah. Go, looking at rookie of the year, uh, mm -hmm. being a closeted Mariners fan myself, when you see a guy struggle like Julio Rodriguez to start, is there any worry in that? Or is it is the season just so long you just kind of let it play out and wait? 
So I'm glad that you're a Maris fan. So I love the Maris. So I, I'm, I'm right there with you. And when they signed Robbie Ray real quick, my worlds were colliding because <laughs> I am a big Robbie Ray guy. I bet him 80 to one to win the Cy Young. That were, that turned out well. So when he went to the Mariners, I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Aside from that, when it comes to rookie of the year, here's the thing that's tough. I want to talk about specifically this year. Of the, of the top 100 prospects, three of the top five made the opening day roster. So you have a massive pool of young talent that are in the major leagues coming up to this point. Bobby Witt, Spencer Torkelson, and Julio Rodriguez is the other guy there. To choose between the three of them especially at this stage is so difficult because all of these kids are starting at the same time. All of these guys are top prospects. It's really going to be which one emerges out of the group right now. I think as it stands right now, I think Bobby Wood Jr. Is the favorite as it is right mm -hmm. now. Bobby Wood Jr. Is a guy that has a ton of speed, doesn't have as much pop as the other guy, but he can kind of do everything. Whereas guys as Torkelson and Rodriguez, they're more of the power guys. And I know Rodriguez obviously has a ton of speed too, as well. Like he just hit an infield single, I think this afternoon, and he was down in first base and under like three and a half seconds. Like the guy is an absolute force. At this point, I don't see a ton of value because they're all just kind of clumped together, right? If you have a strong feeling on one of these guys, then fine. There's no issue on, there's no reason that you can't take that. But I think as the field starts to separate a bit, that's where the value is going to open up because you don't know what you're really going to get out of any of these guys. Look at Jared Kelnick last year. You know, one of the top prospects in baseball ends up getting sent down in the middle of the year, comes back up, starts to do well. It's so hard with these rookies um, to really kind of pin that down. Yeah. Well, you think it one second, Johnny. Before you ask, I just want to go check. Um, I think Kelnick hit a bomb or something happened. He did a two-run blast. He was the first. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Figuring Let's it out. go, Come baby. On. I love it. <laughs> I'm coming through the landscape of National League MVP odds, and yeah. I don't love Juan Soto at plus 350. I, I, I'm looking at Nolan Arenado plus 2200, and the start he's on with St. Louis. They end up winning the NL Central. Is that something that you have your eye on potentially? Yeah, I, I think that's something to definitely look at, too. I'm with you. I don't love uh, Soto at the odds that you're getting because, you know, how much value is it really at, at plus 350? Right. Then, they, like, they, he's, he's got about 500 more points than anybody else. Which is kind of insane, too, in that, in that Acuna, who is not even going to take the field for another, like, two weeks, is second. So, But the, here's the beauty of that, is that means that you're getting good value on everybody else. Right, because mm -hmm. if, if Acuna's on the field right now, he's not plus 850. You're getting the plus 850 because he's not on the field. So now you have, and this is what's crazy, you have Acuna and Harper at the same price. But Harper is playing. Harper is already hitting. I think he's got a couple bombs already. Don't quote me on that. I'm thinking that. But, you know, the, the field is just not set correctly. So there's a lot of value to be had, especially in the NL right now. The only thing about Arenado, he's got off to a really hot start, and there's no doubt about that. But it's like, I'm not going to react to a week worth of stats just yet too because we saw Arenado when once he came over from the um from the Rockies you know he made a difference but it wasn't like the MVP level right, right. we really haven't seen that MVP level from Arenado since he left the Rockies because when you're playing half your games in Coors Field of course you're going to put up MVP type numbers so you look at some of these long shots that are on there like I love Austin Riley at 30 to 1 Austin Riley was getting MVP votes last year already mm -hmm. Now he's in, you know, a good, just as good as a lineup this year on a team that's going to contend. And he's 30 to one for a guy that can hit 30 home runs, hit hundred RBI. That's a value play right there for a team that's going to be in it, presumably all season long. So um, I don't hate the Arenado call, but like, I haven't seen that from him since he's really joined the Cardinals. That's, that's kind of how I feel on that. All right, Steve, my last question for you. There's 
you know, baseball is such a strange thing at the start of the season. You can get a team yes. that just doesn't can't hit the ball at all. Um, and especially a team that you bet on to you know, either win the division, make the playoffs, whatever. You can get down on yourself pretty easy. Is there any team out there that's kind of had a slow start that you would tell fans that bet on them? Don't worry. It's going to be fine. Uh, I think I mean, really, the, the AL East as a whole, you have four legit powerhouses in that division. Has anybody really come out of the gates and like, okay, this is how they're going to perform? I mean, you can easily say that about the Blue Jays after last night, mm -hmm. but before last night, have any of those teams really come out strong? No. And the problem with that is, is that, you know, at most three teams is going to come out of that division. Even though it's only April 14th, you can't afford these slides in that type of division because somebody is going to start running away in that division. So all of these games, and I know it's a very long season, but all of these games are going to matter when four teams are legitimately going to be fighting for a playoff spot in one division. That is almost unheard of. So I'm surprised that, you know, it's only been a week, but none of those teams have really kind of come out of the gates on fire. So I guess that would be my biggest surprise thus far, because we're talking about a good number of teams, a, a lot of talented teams. The Rays are getting smoked right now by the yeah. A's. Again, there's the A's. Again, talking about it again. But the much. Rays are getting smoked by the A's. Like, this is not supposed to happen. But it's such a long season. It's April 14th. We'll be singing a different tune by the time we roll into June. Steve, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. Steve Buchanan, MLB Network, DraftKings.com. We hope to bring you back sometime. Hey, uh, anytime, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. For sure. Thanks, Steve. All right, guys. Take care. Pleasure. Great stuff. Pleasure. Pleasure. Big. The the thing about baseball too is it's it's so funny. You get um obviously the animation like he had a fantastic guest to have on, but he's great. You you get so much confusion when things happen like this. Like what he was talking about with the A's. Like what are you doing? Why is this happening right now? April is such an outlier month, and like I love the fact that the season started late. We're gonna have to cram a bunch of games in, and to get to 162, I think we're gonna have a lot of inconsistencies early on because we didn't have a free agency period. Yeah, I just feel like this first half of the baseball season is gonna be dumb. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna switch to three different sports in the show. We just talked about MLB, and now it's time to talk about football johnny did you see what just happened yeah i so breaking news the arizona cardinals are re-signing aj green to a one-year deal i don't i don't love it um do you want me to go into a little spiel here you want me to teach yeah. phnx cardinal okay so i don't love it for a couple different reasons he was a declining player at the end of last year um i think you need to get more athletic more explosive on the outside for kyler murray um i think this is the cardinals way of telling you that there there's a, a good opportunity that the big five at receiver are going to be going by pick 23. And the Cardinals do not have the ammunition to move up. So I think if they take a receiver, as much as it pains me, I think it's going to be a developmental guy in the second and third round. And we're going to see number 18 outside of DeAndre Hopkins um, next season. And it's just – Kyler Murray, I mean, the Cardinals are running it back. That's the theme of the offseason. Let's run it back of a team that once upon a time was 10-2. and two. But uh, if, if, you, if you're asking the betting odds, I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals to not improve next year because of the fact that they feel so comfortable with a bunch of guys that really let them down at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, now switching gears, if you want to hear more about that, PHNX Cardinals, um, it, it, consistent now, right, Johnny? You got your schedule. Yes, 4 p.m. every day. Every day. Every Love day. That. So if you want more of Johnny or the more talented people on the show, um, you can head over and watch uh, right here on the PHNX YouTube channel on Thursday Friday at 4 p.m. Sorry, Johnny, I just said that. It's, I mean, it's the truth. You're... 
no response. See, you can't like not respond because then it makes me look terrible. No, it makes me look like a bad not, person. Hey, listen, do my best every day on this show. Like yesterday when I went, had a perfect day, we didn't lead with that. We had a guest. Now we have breaking news that I'm not pro. Um, and, and so we buried the lead, which is what I had a well, perfect betting day. yesterday. Well, the lead is coming right back up. Johnny, I did congratulate you last night. Three for Thank three you. for Mr. Venerable. Why don't we pull up his picks from yesterday? Um, got, you know, just two, two favorites, easy covers. Yeah, you know, I'd gone all for two the day before, and I said I'm going to go with favorites today because I, I really did feel like both these teams were substantially better. Good God, what the hell happened to the Hornets? That was pretty hilarious. Um, and then the Pelicans uh, broke away late in the fourth quarter, took care of business. So, yeah, minus five and a half for both those teams. I, I felt like was the right play. You had mentioned yesterday a couple times on the show, Shano, that you felt like this this number was right where it needed to be. It's kind of why you stayed away from it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but two blowouts which hopefully is not the continued case here in the uh, NBA postseason. But I think we're going to get competitive games. And then Brandon Ingram over 23 and a half points was really easy bet. Again, going going heavy on former Lakers, having big weeks. He and D'Angelo Russell both hit their over totals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, three for three for your boy. Love it. Well, uh, I, I, I went two for four. Not terrible. Got both my picks. But did you see how the first under or the last under the day happened um, in that Hawks game? Um, the under was 235 and a half. I got it at 236 on the show yesterday. Um, and somehow they, the Hornets putting up, I think like 20 points in the first quarter ended up like almost near a hundred, but the Hawks couldn't stop scoring about a minute 30 to go. They needed like five points and just turnover after turnover. And then there's 20 seconds left. They need two points to hit the over and everybody on the Hornets is ready to dribble the ball out except for LaMelo Ball. And so I don't know why he's still on the court. They're down 30, and they pass it around. No one wants to shoot, and then LaMelo cuts the basket. He's like, give me the ball, takes one dribble, goes up, but fumbles it, gets blocked, and loses it. The under hits. Crazy. And then the Spurs under hit as well. So two for two Mm -hmm. on the unders. And then my props. Man, did the Spurs stink. DeJounte Murray was not. It was a complete no-show. Yeah, DeJounte Murray. I, I, I was right to stay away from his points, but his props just, or his, uh, his, assists and rebounds he just wasn't all over the court and the reason why is he got into foul trouble in the first quarter i think he had three fouls in the first quarter um so that wasn't very good um and then they Keldon johnson my other one just could not hit anything i think he was three for like 13 just gross um but it happens so two for four um seven for nine overall right yeah yeah so nice or five for seven yeah five for seven overall we'll take that same thing. We will. We're um, going to keep it going today. We like our yeah, picks. Keep today. it going today. Uh, I know you have a prop, um, but we weren't able to make that graphic because of stuff. So why don't you just give the prop out to the people? Mm. Let me pull it up here so I can read it verbatim. <laughs> CJ McCollum, who's been on hot fire, had a monster game. He's going to continue that over 25 and a half points for my Pelicans, the team I'm adopting now. Are we adopting the Pelicans as our new team until you can. the Suns? You can. Oh, I want them to play the Suns just because I think it would be a more fun series. Suns in four or five, regardless. Yeah. I don't want I don't I, I'm over the Clippers. I'm over them. I don't want to see their brand in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans as a as a franchise don't do anything for me. The horrible mascot, horrible name, <laughs> but I, I do like the players on their team. CJ McCollum, one of my favorite players to watch in the NBA by far. Yeah. Um God, just, what the hell happened to the Trailblazers, man? It's just it's really do it. Um 
I like this one's a little gross, but I like Herbert Jones over nine and a half points. Tonight. Oh, oh, Herbie, and a little Herbie Jones action. He had a nice dunk to finish off the game yesterday. Um, so I'm taking Herbert Jones over nine and a half points. But there's uh, so many props you can bet on on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when it comes to MLB, NHL, NBA. But right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any NBA team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets in the first round of the playoffs. Um, instantly, that's promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and you win no matter what when you use that promo code PHNX. Deposit withdraw cash whenever you want. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. So you got your insurance there. Um, but bet on the Suns. I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. My advice for you would be to live bet them because that's where you can get real value. The odds makers are pretty good at what they do. Uh, so I think the lines will be pretty close, but we'll see if we can find, find value when the lines come out, and we'll obviously come to you tomorrow with those lines because they will be available on DraftKings Sportsbook app. But download today. Use the promo code PHNX when you sign up at just $5. And meaningful any, Suns games? We haven't had meaningful Suns games yeah. in about two months. Uh, bet up $5 on any NBA team to win their game. Doesn't matter if they do. You get $150 in free bets instantly when you sign up using that promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem. Call one enter next step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. Okay. Um, here we go. Two games tonight. Two big games tonight. Winner go home. Johnny, why don't you go first? You go. You go home. I'm going to the bank with my picks. Here they are. Pelicans plus four. Hell, if you want to take the Pelicans money line. I don't hate it. We don't want the Clippers in the playoffs. Pellies, it's going to be a one-position game regardless who wins. Uh, and then I like the Cavs. Cavs taking care of business. Or excuse me. That should say Hawks, by the way. Should say I Hawks. You texted me Cavs. I didn't. I said Hawks minus two and a half. Well, you like the Hawks then. There you go. I do. Yeah. I do like the Hawks. I like Trey Young. I like a team that has ample postseason experience after their run last year. They look fantastic. Uh, did the Hawks um, against my boy, the Ball family. And I think they're going to continue their dominance and they're going to beat old Cleveland that got smoked by Brooklyn. Cleveland's about out of gas on an overachieving year. This is this is why I put the the Cavs there is because the Cavs are at home and they're dogs. So I, I was expecting them to be favorited. Whatever. We'll go to my picks and you'll see. Um, that I like both dogs tonight. Uh, give me the Pels money line. Give me the Cavs money line. Parlay that together. Get some juicy, juicy odds on that. Oh, dogs I just, for both. You think just, after what the Pelicans just did, they're going to turn around, and, or not the Pelicans. You think after what happened to the Cavs with Brooklyn, they're going to turn around and win tonight? Yeah, I do. I do. The, the Cavs, the Cavs, this roster is so deep. And one thing that I forgot, this has nothing to do with the game tonight, but... Colin Sexton's been out the whole year, and they've been performing this well. You have so many scores on this roster. Darius Garland didn't play well in the last game. Um, you didn't get much from Markin or Mobley. I think if you get that today, um, and I believe Jared Allen's going to be playing in, in the first round of the playoffs if they do make it, uh, they're going to be scary. I, I, I like the Cavs tonight. Um, I just The Hawks just aren't great, man. They just aren't. Trey Young can get locked up. It showed that he... What? Or... To, the game's in tomorrow. Yeah, sorry. I meant tomorrow. Saul's in the background fact-checking us. Um, it, it's playing. Excuse me. Um, but We talk yeah. baseball, now we're talking this play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, still, I, I just think that the, the, the Cavs are the better team. So give me the Cavs money line. That's fine. You disagree okay. on that, and you will lose All as right. a result. Anything else for you? Uh, 
I want to remind everybody, PHNX Cardinals live today. We get to talk about Barf, AJ Green coming back to the Arizona Cardinals and why I think it's foreshadowing pick 23 in the NFL draft coming up in two weeks. By the way, two weeks from today, the NFL draft and our party live from the Ainsworth with Byron Murphy signing some Audis for us and everybody else in attendance. Uh oh. Oh, what's up, buddy? No. What's going on? What's going on, you fraud? I fucking why, why told you. I told why you I yesterday fraud? AJ Green was going to sign. Would you let my guy go I, have I'm his damn birthday wrap, lunch? I'm trying to wrap up the I know, show. So. I know. Shane tried to wrap it no, up. But no, I, you just keep going on and on and I, on. Johnny was not going on and on. You showed up. We're about to end the show. Shane, I'm going to blame Johnny 24-7 if I <laughs> damn loves, want to. Shane Loki loves to make beds of a 20 Happy birthday, Jacob. Okay, we're ending the show. We'll see you back here tomorrow at noon to talk about the NBA play-in games once again. Peace.